Thank you for listening to the Live Brave podcast. I'm your host, Erlina Green, author of The Beginner's Guide to Finding Your Brave and blogger at erlinagreen.com. Today we will discuss my why for writing the book, what bravery means to me and most millennials today, and how you can exude bravery in your own life. Billy Graham once said, courage is contagious. When a brave man takes a stand, the spines of others are stiffened. My why for writing uh, The Beginner's Guide to Finding Your Brave came from a lot of my own personal experiences, a lot of my own personal fears with um, my future, uh, my past, and just kind of where I'm at today. And then also looking outward at the world. Um, I serve as a recovery leader. I'm at the church I attend with my husband. And I sit with large groups of women um, once a week, and you just and I just listen to their fears, what they're going through, what brought them to a Christian recovery ministry, um, like the one I lead, and 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 in what they're hoping to gain. Um, and so, again, not only did I r- realize or come to the understanding what fear and how fear plays in our lives. Um, just through my own circumstances, through my own experience, but also how it played in other people's lives, just from listening and from hearing, and of course, from reading um, stories on courage um, and bravery, and also, of course, what fear does in our lives. Take, for instance, the fear of other people's opinions. Uh, this is one of the sections in the book. Um, if you, you look around at your own life and look at your choices. And so what I think of first understanding your fear, um, it takes a lot of introspective looking at your life and looking at your past decisions and choices. And so let's look at the fear of the opinions of others. Now, most of the time, this fear is not grounded in reality. Um, of course, you know, you have those that are that were raised and they were either talked down to or they um, are in circumstances or situations where they are surrounded by a group of people, whether family or friends, um, that aren't positive people that are talking down to them in a certain way. Um, but on the other hand of that, you have the fear of other people's opinions um, just perceived. And so our, our perceived fear of maybe thinking someone is saying something about our lives, thinking what people may think if we do something. So again, this is not a verbalized fear. This is, this is not a, I'm sorry, a vocalized fear rather, but a fear that we have of other people's opinions um, that hasn't even been, you know, perpetrated in the now. It's just something that we think other people will think about us if we do this. And so I say the fear um, of other people's opinions, real and unreal, is probably the deadliest fear um, of all, because again, not based in reality, it is it ends up steering um, and controlling our whole lives, especially when it comes to um, decisions and choices. And so, oh, I've heard this once, and I've always um, clung to it because I believe it's so true. Um, how we think affects the way we act, and how we act affects our outcomes. And so if that is true, if we have a perceived fear or even a real fear of what other people think, think about the impact of that controlling someone's destiny, controlling your life, um, how it used to control my own life. I wrote this book because there is... Um, 
a lot going on in the world today. I think I believe strongly that now is not the time to be fearful of taking chances on yourself, taking chances on your voice, taking chances on um, the things that you want for yourself in the future. Um, and when I really say taking chances on your voice, um, I know most people remain quiet um, in the just when there's just a ton of stuff going on um, in the media or in their own lives, and most of the time it's because they don't know their own voice. They don't know what it is that they want to say. And so I say taking a chance on your own voice is because why don't you just try? Try being brave with your voice. Try saying something, standing for something you believe in, and see what happens. Um, Again, what's the worst that could happen? What is the worst that could happen if you misspeak? You say, my bad, you apologize, you move on. But uh, gone is a day, or enough really is a day, uh, where we have people and, you know, going through certain things in their life, um, uh, a society going through major issues um, in race relations, um, in poverty, homelessness, and you have those that... um, any of those that are standing by the waysides, I'm hoping that someone speaks for them. So a lot of this book, again, I say what the whys of this book, um, a lot of it is cathartic. A lot of it is preaching to the choir. A lot of it is, a lot of the book was me needing to say the things that I already knew to be true, um, but needed to reaffirm them in my own life, in my own thought, um, and then share them and hopefully have a dialogue Together, let's have a conversation together of um, what fear looks like um, and what bravery looks like in our society. Our, is our government, is our education system, is our um, media are they are they making brave choices in the way they deliver whatever the the way the media delivers its um, service to us, or are they producing sensationalism? that's causing more of a rift. So do we have brave media that wants to put out the stories that are not only impactful, um, that are not only um, different than what everyone else is putting out, um, but that has a positive effect on the society and not always a negative effect. Now I know, again, some media gets it right, but you gotta really dig deep for them. You really gotta scour the internet to find really positive pieces that are saying, talking about the world, things that are going on in the world, um, and then um, showing how we can all get involved if we want to. So again, my why for writing the book um, is, is, is multifaceted. Again, uh, writing, the writing process, again, can be a very um, um, cathartic process. It can be a very, um, it can be a spiritual process. Um, and it is all about reflecting, I think, the world and how the writer sees it. And so Beginner's Guide to Finding um, Your Brave was me trying to tell a story, me trying to articulate this troubles and the fear and the struggle that I've had trying to live my bravest life. Um, and then the steps I've taken to find it, the steps I've had to overcome to find my brave overcoming the opinions of others, overcoming my own doubts, overcoming um, 
my past, my upbringing, my past choices in dating um, relationships, both friends and um, and um, intimate relationships as well. Um, finding the truth there in those situations, finding the finding my brave in those situations, um, and now looking towards the future and saying, okay. I want things to be different. This is how they're going to be different. And this is the action that I'm going to take. Thank you so much again for listening to the Live Brave podcast. You just heard episode one. Remember, tell a man he is brave and you help him to become so. Thomas Cartel. Beginner's Guide to Finding Your Brave is out September 29th. You can learn more about the book and upcoming speaking engagements here in Dallas, Texas and around the nation at www.thebraveguide.com. Thank you so much.